A racist. I'm John Doman. It's 2 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, your home for original reporting. I'm Matt Piper in New York. She's had four earlier bouts with cancer, and Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg says she has another. This one found on her liver earlier this year, but the 87-year-old in a statement says she'll continue with chemo treatment every two weeks and will remain on the high court. CBS News legal analyst Jonathan Turley. This statement is clearly designed to put to rest a lot of the concerns. I think Justice Ginsburg knows that she is revered and loved. She also knows that this is a country deeply divided and the balance of the court is a concern for many. The Pentagon has decided to ban displays of the Confederate flag on military installations, but the carefully worded message not mention the word ban and as our David Martin reports also leaves this out. This does not solve the issue of the army bases, the 10 army bases across the South that have been named in honor of Confederate generals. President Trump has, has made it clear he's not going to, uh, at least voluntarily, change those names. And this memo does not address that. More than 77,000 new coronavirus cases were reported yesterday, and Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin says another relief package could be coming soon. I think we'll definitely have another package. We'll start the negotiations next week. I've uh, been having significant conversations with Mitch McConnell and other Republicans. Uh, Mark Meadows and I look forward to briefing the president, and we look forward to starting with the Republicans and the Democrats next week. California continues to release thousands of inmates to reduce the spread of the virus. KCBS Radio's Tim Ryan on the recent release of some from a prison just north of San Francisco. The infamous San Quentin has released 700 inmates, mostly to early parole to ease overcrowding. More than 2,000 inmates and 200 staff have contracted the virus. It's a situation that should never have happened. Attorney Cliff Gardner represents death row convicts, saying that some have become very ill and refused to leave the prison for hospital treatment. When you leave your cell, sometimes your cell gets packed up. You never get your things back. Following a scathing report on sexual harassment within the Washington Redskins organization, a response from the team owner, WTOP Radio's Tave Breston. Washington's NFL team owner Daniel Snyder responds to the Washington Post article detailing a workplace of misconduct and harassment, saying said behavior has no place in the franchise or society, adding that attorney Beth Wilkinson and her team are empowered to do a full unbiased investigation of his organization. Right now, the Dow is down 46 points, NASDAQ up 19. This is CBS News. Never miss a moment. Top news from WTOP 24-7, 365. Listen on air, on Alexa, and on the WTOP app. It is 2.03 on WTOP on this Friday, July 17th, 2020. 92 degrees in Washington, D.C. Good afternoon, I'm Sean Anderson. The top local story we're following is the one you just heard on CBS News. Today's response by Washington's NFL franchise owner, Dan Snyder, in response to that Washington Post expose on a culture of workplace misconduct and sexual harassment. Snyder says in a statement, such behavior has no place in our franchise or society. He goes on to say the D.C. attorney Beth Wilkinson has been hired to do a full unbiased investigation. Meantime, the NFL says it'll wait until that investigation is complete to decide whether the franchise will be punished over the issue. 
WTOP's Mike Murillo lays out the behavior detailed in the Post article. Fifteen former female employees of the team tell the Washington Post it happened for years between 2006 and 2019. The allegations being raised against five once high-ranking employees, including now former voice of the Redskins, Larry Michael, Post reporter Sam Fortier. Many of the women described, you know, uh, Michael and others um, as, you know, commenting on their looks or suggesting, um, you know, that they wear... Uh, tight clothes in, in meetings with, with potential customers. Alex Santos, the club's former director of pro personnel, and Richard Mann, the second former assistant director of pro personnel, among those accused of inappropriate comments. They've been fired. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. We have Dan Snyder's full statement on WTOP.com. 204, now an update on a developing story we've been following for a while. D.C. police say two men were found shot at I-295 southbound in Suitland Parkway southeast just before 10.30 this morning. Both were conscious and breathing. D.C. Fire and EMS says another person was injured in a car accident there. One of the shooting victims was medevaced to the hospital. The other two victims taken to the hospital by ground. More, uh, more details later as we get them. Arlington County is putting together a citizen review board to look at its police department policies. The group, which meets early next month, is expected to release its findings by December so it can influence the choosing of a new police chief and the county budget decisions. Here's WTOP's Megan Clardy. Arlington County Manager Mark Schwartz says the citizen group of 15 members includes police officers, representatives from interested community groups, and mental health advocates to start. The list of 15 is not to mean that no one else is going to have input. I've asked the group to go take a look at how they want to solicit input from the community. He says members of historically black and Latino neighborhoods were intentionally invited to review Arlington police policies, including use of force, cameras, training, and internal affairs. I want this work to get done before I hire a new police chief. Schwartz says the group will not consider school resource officers or mutual aid agreements of the department. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. 206. The D.C. Board of Education passed a resolution this week urging city leaders to remove school resource officers from the city school system. But comments from one dissenting board member has sparked some strong accusations. Ashley McClay is a strong supporter of the D.C. Police Department and the school resource officer program. Good SROs lead to improved police call response and reductions in truancy. But when she cited examples of why she believes SROs are needed, her colleagues accused her of using racist and dehumanizing language. And it's well known that in at least one school east of the river that known gang members and human traffickers, a.k.a. pimps, hang out during school. Now McClay's colleagues on the D.C. school board tell D.C.ist they want to change the board's bylaws so they can censure someone for using language viewed as problematic or racist. John Dome in WTOP News. An additional $30,000 reward is being offered in the murder of Davon McNeil. He's the 11-year-old boy who was shot and killed in southeast D.C. during a 4th of July cookout. That brings the total reward for information leading to an arrest and conviction to $55,000. Now, two men are under arrest in the case, but police are looking for additional suspects identified as 19-year-old Carlo General and 25-year-old Marcel Gordon, both of Southeast. D.C. police is asking anyone with information about the case to give them a call. Up next on WTOP, we're going to check in with CBS senior investigative correspondent Catherine Harridge, 
who had an explosive interview this week with President Trump. We'll talk about the aftermath of that interview. It's 2.07. America is a great big country. Filled with all kinds of different people. And we all count. That's why the 2020 census wants to make sure we're all counted. Why is it so important? Because the census helps inform how hundreds of billions of dollars will be spent each year for things like new roads, health clinics, even more school programs. So make sure you're counted. Because you count. Shape your future. Start here. Complete the census at 2020census.gov. Paid for by U.S. Census Bureau. At Navy Federal Credit Union, our arms are wide open to the Army, Navy, Air Force, Marine Corps, Coast Guard, and the DOD. All are welcome to join. Whether you're active duty, a veteran, or if you have family who have served, we've always got your six. That's why members earn and save $289 more per year by banking with us. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Insured by NCUA. Visit NavyFederal.org. Dollar value based on 2018 study by Navy Federal. WTOP at 208. Prevent the spread of viruses with Michael and Son's germicidal UVC. Go to MichaelandSon.com. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. On to Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. It's turning into one of those Fridays on the Beltway with delays building on 495 South in Maryland on the outer loop. The crash involving Montgomery County Fire Rescue is past River Road in Cabin John Parkway. One vehicle is overturned past a very large police and fire rescue response on the outer loop. Only one left lane is getting by. At times, southbound traffic heading to the Legion Bridge in Virginia may be stopped, but right now there is room for one lane to get by to the left. Delays begin on the spur near Democracy Boulevard. The backup begins near Old Georgetown Road on the outer loop itself. Northbound on 270, Friday volume delays 121 to I-70. Baltimore-Washington Parkway, the Purple Line works southbound from the Beltway to 410, getting by to the left. Northbound lanes of the Parkway and 95 are open. 50 at the Bay Bridge, eastbound beginning to slow down a little bit. Two-way traffic remains. Westbound with only two lanes to work with. It is very slow off Kent Island. Delays begin near Castle Marina Road, westbound on Route 50. I-97 southbound before 50, the crash is clear. In the district, the investigation on I-295 at Suitland Parkway Concluded, concluded, completed, and southbound lanes from D.C. 295 are now open. Northbound 295 near Pennsylvania Avenue had road work on the left side. In Virginia on 66, we got congestion between the Beltway and 50 through the narrower stretches. 95 southbound, heaviest traffic as usual on a Friday in Stafford County. WTOP reporters are driven by Fitzgerald Auto Mall. Choose from thousands of used cars and trucks on FitzMall.com. So you can travel safely in your own vehicle. That's the Fitz Wave. Visit FitzMall.com. Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Let's get that Storm Team 4 four-day forecast as we head through the weekend. On to Chuck Bell. It's either your best friend or your arch nemesis. The Bermuda High, which is typically what provides us with hot and humid weather in the summertime here. It is large and in charge, and it extends all the way down into the south and really all the way down into parts of the Southern Plain states. The heat is here to stay. High today, 95 degrees. There will be a chance for some thunderstorms today in the southern half of the listening area. So if you're south of Route 50, south of the Washington area, down towards Richmond or Southern Maryland, you at least have a chance of some thunderstorms this afternoon. Up to the north of D.C., it should remain dry. And almost everyone will be left high and dry and baking hot for the weekend. 
97 the high tomorrow, 98 Sunday, and heat indexes could be 100 to 105 on both Sunday and Monday afternoon. Be heat smart. Don't exert yourself during the middle of the day and stay extra hydrated with water. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Chuck Bell for WTOP. It's definitely humid. We have dew points in the 70s in many spots. We're at 92 degrees in northwest D.C. and it feels like the mid 90s. 2:11 now on WTOP. President Trump's poll numbers continue to plummet. A Quinnipiac poll gives Democrat Joe Biden a 15-point lead nationwide over the president if voting in a general election were to be held today. And a large majority of Americans disapprove of the president's handling of issues such as the virus pandemic and police brutality. But the president continues to stoke controversy with a number of comments about those issues and more. And joining us on Skype, Catherine Herridge, CBS News senior investigative correspondent. Catherine, good to have you back. Thank you so much. Sure. Thanks, as always, for having me. Well, Catherine, uh, a lot of the heat the president has been facing this week comes out of the interview that you did this week with the president. What were some of the big moments here? I think there were three big moments, Sean. Uh, first of all, on schools, the president uh, called it a mistake that the Los Angeles School District had recently decided not to physically return to campus. And he made the argument that families are dying from the trauma in the moment, I interpreted a dying as um, a figurative, not not literal in the sense that people are, it's killing them financially and emotionally and otherwise not to have their kids back. But that exchange generated a lot of conversation for obvious reasons. The second was the Confederate flag. Uh, he said it was a symbol of free speech. I think that's important given that the defense secretary has now effectively banned that flag from military bases. And then, of course, George Floyd. Uh, he called his death terrible. Then we followed up and asked, why is it that black Americans are still dying at the hands of law enforcement? And President Trump said, that white people are, he said it was a terrible question, and that more whites are dying at the hands of law enforcement. And that, of course, generated even more discussion and a look at the research. And what we found at CBS News is that that's technically correct. More whites than black Americans die at the hands of law enforcement. But you have to look at risk and proportionality. And what the data suggests is that black Americans are about three times more likely to be killed if they have a contact with law enforcement in this country. Interesting this week, uh, some people in the White House have been trying to discredit Dr. Anthony mm -hmm. Fauci, uh, the nation's leading expert on the infectious diseases. Uh, yet the president has been trying to sort of massage what we think about his relationship with Dr. Fauci. Talk about that. Well, I asked whether there was tension between Dr. Fauci and the White House, and the president said that um, he's a nice guy, a good guy. That was his language. But then he offered that he's made some terrible mistakes and he's been wrong uh, on a lot of issues. Um, I would kind of dial this back and just maybe state what's obvious to some of your listeners, which is they call it a novel virus for a reason because we haven't seen it before. And our understanding of the virus has fundamentally changed since the early days in January and February to where we are today. So my assessment is that some of the daylight between these groups is down to a change in the understanding of the virus. Though when I asked President Trump whether his, his viewpoint on masks had evolved, because clearly he signaled in the interview that people should follow the CDC guidelines and the direction of their governors, he resisted the idea that his thinking had changed. All right, Catherine, thanks so much. Appreciate it. 
Of course. Thank you. Mm -hmm. CBS News senior investigative correspondent Catherine Harridge. In other news this afternoon, a nonprofit that fixes donated bikes for resale has been hit by thieves recently. But staff members say that won't slow their role for long. The boom in bike sales has been felt at retailers who can't keep bikes in stock. That's been the same experience for nonprofits like Gearing Up Bicycles in Northeast D.C., where young people refurbish old bikes for sale. Operations manager Keith Jackson said crowds started coming in March. Kids in the program were stunned. They literally turned around and looked at me terrified. What am I supposed to do with all those people out there? The success was apparently noticed by thieves who stole bikes that were ready for sale this week. Staff, volunteers, and participants are working to get the weekly sales going again by July 25th. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Let's find out how Wall Street's performing this afternoon to Jeff Claybaugh. The Dow is down 18. The S&P 500 index is up 11. Money news in 10 minutes on WTOP. Sports at 15 and 45 powered by red river technology decisions aren't black and white think red to dave preston daniel snyder condemns the behavior described in yesterday's washington post article saying that misconduct and harassment has quote no place in our franchise or society snyder adds that attorney beth wilkinson and her firm are empowered to do a full unbiased investigation of his organization we have snyder's full statement as well as the leagues on the sports page at wtop.com PGA Tours Memorial Tournament second round. Ryan Palmer and Tony Finau share the lead at nine under par. One stroke better than John Rahm. Tiger Woods is in danger of missing the cut after his 76 pushes the five-time winner three over par. The projected cut line is plus two. Baseball, the Nationals continue with inter-squad games. They had Juan Soto and Howie Kendrick back in the lineup for the first time this summer last night. The Nats face Philadelphia tomorrow in exhibition action. College sports, the Colonial Athletic Association, which includes Towson and James Madison, announces it will suspend all fall sports. Although JMU Athletic Director Jeff Bourne says the school is keeping the door open at potentially playing an independent football schedule in 2020. World Team Tennis, the Washington Castles fall to the Philadelphia Freedoms 25-17, slipping to 2-2 two and two on the season. Soccer, D.C. United faces New England this evening in preliminary play for the MLS's back tournament. Dave Preston, WTOP Sports. Next, to new Virginia coronavirus regulations. I feel like it's a PR move. I'm Nick Ainelli. After traffic and weekend weather, it's 217. Would you believe it if I told you I look forward to getting on the scale each week? It's true. I'm two months in with EMP 180, and I'm already down over 20 pounds. Hi, it's Rita Kessler. I don't know about you, but stressful times certainly make me reach for the snacks. I've never met a